0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. You have reached your host, Motormouth Mosley, calling in from the Band Cave, the Man Cave in Redan, Georgia. Wanna thank you for tuning in, listening in, whether you're listening live or on an archived version, want to thank you for taking the time uh, to listen to what I gotta say. We're gonna talk a little bit about some NFL football tonight, some college football and a couple other sports related issues. Again, if you're interested and you wanna call in Live is 347-945-7975. Uh, if you want to hit me up uh, about some show uh, topics at a later date, you can email me at motormouthmosley at com, or you can hit me up on Twitter, mmmosley24. And, of course, I'm on Facebook, Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. Yes, folks, we have kickoff. NFL season started last Thursday with... The Denver Broncos dominating the Baltimore Ravens in a game that, hmm, I thought would be a little bit closer, and I definitely didn't think that Peyton Manning would go in and throw up Matt 25-type numbers. But it started off the season with a bang, and it was a great weekend, weekend of football all over the league. Uh, as for my predictions on last Tuesday's show of the NFL games, the Motormouth went 12-4, and four. a respectful 12-4, and four. not bad. If Tampa's linebacker hadn't hit Geno Smith out of bounds, I probably would have went 13-3, and three. but he's on my list. He's on my list. I'm done with him. Uh, but the only games I lost were that game. Uh, Pittsburgh and Tennessee I lost. I thought Pittsburgh would win that one. I thought that the uh, – Arizona Cardinals would beat the St. Louis Rams, but I was wrong. And Chicago did beat Cincy, So and 4 not bad, not bad, but um, definitely there's uh, a new week coming up. Some great highlights. And my predictions for this week are as follows. Thursday night's game, the Jets against the Patriots. Do I really need to say anything? The Jets are in disarray, although they won. You know, Smith looked decent, but uh, they are not ready for the New England Patriots, although the Patriots will be down some offensive weapons. I just saw earlier that Shane Vereen, not Ben Vereen, but Shane Vereen will be out probably until week 11. And Danny Amendola, who came in and replaced Wes Walker, uh, is questionable with a groin injury that he's been nursing since I believe the preseason game against Tennessee. Uh, he may take the week off, give it some rest. He had a great opening day, though. Got to give him credit. You know, A lot of people were concerned that there would be some negative effects of uh, Wes Walker going to the Broncos and how well Amendola would replace him. But he had 14 targets, which was 10 catches for 104 yards. So he had a very good game. Don't think they really missed a beat when it came to Wes Walker not being there. Um so, I do have the Patriots over the Jets uh, bouncing back from a heartbreaking defeat to the new Orleans Saints. I'm going to go Falcons over the Rams this week, although the Rams didn't look good. I think the Falcons will protect their house, and I'll probably keep saying it's stupid rise up. I say throw up, but I'm picking the Falcons over the Rams. Chargers at the Eagles. Whoa. Talking about a first half of football, offensive dominance. Eagles looked really good in the first half, not so great. Second half did hold off the Washington Redskins and win on uh, Monday night, but I am picking them to beat the Chargers. Uh, Chargers looked good also, surprisingly. Didn't expect them to look as good as they did against the Houston Texans. Gave them a heck of a game, but I'm still taking the Eagles at home. Cowboys at Kansas City. Uh, if you know the history of the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are actually a former team that used to be based out of Dallas. It used to be the Dallas-Texas. Uh, so it's the old Dallas versus the new Dallas. And I'm picking my Cowboys, although, like I said on many episodes before, I do expect Kansas City to be a much-improved team, and they looked really good last Sunday. Miami-Indianapolis, Colts will win that one probably decisively. Tennessee versus Houston, Tennessee Won a squeaker against Pittsburgh, although Pittsburgh has some major issues. I'm taking Houston in this game. Cleveland versus Baltimore. Ravens will bounce back from a a rather embarrassing uh, game against the Broncos, but they will bounce back. Carolina versus Buffalo. Wow. Speaking of surprising, the Bills gave New England everything they could handle this weekend. E.J. Manuel looks like the real deal. So I'm taking Buffalo over Carolina, Washington at Green Bay. I'm taking Aaron and the boys to do a little damage on the Redskins, a little bit more damage. I think they um, might might should have waited a few more weeks and let RG do a little bit more healing. Uh, he definitely showed the ill effects of not being in training camp. Timing was off with some of his receivers and his running back, and that that cohesiveness just wasn't there. Minnesota at Chicago. Ooh, that's an old-time, old-school rivalry. Adrian Peterson busted out first play, ran 78 yards, and didn't do Jack Wallet the rest of the game. So I'm going to go with Chicago this game. Chicago at home. New Orleans versus Tampa Bay. That's an NFC South battle. But, again, Peyton's back, and, boy, they played well. So, yeah, New England versus Tampa Bay. I'm taking uh, New Orleans versus Tampa Bay. I'm taking New Orleans. Detroit, Arizona, even though Ndamukong Suh just got fined $100,000 for a block on a player that if it was a running back or a receiver, it would not have been a penalty because it would have been a tackle. But because it was a block and deemed illegal, because on change of possession plays, you can't block below the waist, he got penalized for it which was well within the rules because it's a rule, but on top of that, got fined $100,000, which probably had more to do with some of his past indiscretions than it did with what happened uh, Sunday. But in either case, Detroit versus Arizona, I'm taking Detroit. Jacksonville versus Oakland. Raider Nation, you will get your first win. You will protect the house, Terrell Pryor. Is a work in progress. Have patience. The kid can play. Give him some time. Broncos versus the Giants. Probably going to be closer than I would like, but I think the New York Giants will play a little bit better than they did. I don't think they'll have the turnovers. I don't think they'll be in the disarray that they were against the Cowboys, but I'm still taking the Broncos. No, Peyton won't throw for another 400 yards and another seven touchdowns with no interceptions with a QB rating of like $165 million. No, that won't happen, but Broncos will win versus the Giants, and I say thank you in advance. To be the game of the week will be the San Francisco 49ers flying up to Seattle to play the Seahawks in a battle of, in my opinion, two of the best teams not only in the NFC but in the league. I think it will be a very hard fought battle. I think it will be a very hard hitting battle. But I will take Seattle, the crowd, the noise over the Niners. That will be the primetime game on Sunday night on NBC. So stay tuned in. Should be a lot of fun to watch. Probably be up till 1 o'clock. Hopefully, it won't be delayed like last week's game. And then finishing off the week of games will be Pittsburgh Steelers versus Cincinnati. Divisional game Monday night. Football, prime time. Pittsburgh is in trouble, people. Steelers are in trouble. Yes, they've got six rings. Yes, they are one of the only teams that I have to bow down to because they are the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they have won it six times, but they will lose this game in Cincinnati. I'm taking the Bengals over the Steelers on Monday Night Football. Also, I want to give a couple of uh, awards out. As I had said earlier, Peyton Manning on Thursday night against the Baltimore Ravens decided he was going to play video games instead of being a quarterback in today's NFL and threw up some numbers that are just unbelievable. He was 27 of 42 in passing for 462 yards, seven touchdowns. That's crazy numbers. Seven touchdowns. That hadn't happened since 1969 when I was a little six-year-old, snotty-nosed kid, uh, probably in Seattle, Washington, Fort Lewis, Washington at the time. But that hadn't happened since Joe, uh, Joe Kapp did that and uh, went into office and was a politician for a while. But, uh, yeah, Peyton Manning. Just what a way to open up the season! That offense looks spectacular. They were missing some players on defense through just through due to suspensions and injuries and uh, ill ill timed faxes, but that offense was clicking, and they made the defending Super Bowl champion Baltimore Ravens look pretty pathetic. So, yes, my NFL maniac player of the week: Peyton Manning. And as for the NFL Maniac Coach of the Week, I'm giving it to Coach Sean Payton of the New Orleans Saints, coming back off of a one-year suspension, paying against their most heated rival at home. They took care of business and beat the Atlanta Falcons. So I say welcome back, former Dallas Cowboy assistant, now head coach of the New Orleans Saints, Sean Payton, week number one, NFL Maniac Coach of the Week. Again, you're listening to the Mouth Moseley Radio Show. You can call in at any time at 347-945-7975. You can also inbox us, join us on chat at Blog Talk Radio, respond to some of your questions, your comments, and at any time you can always go back and listen to an archived episode of the show. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for tuning in. And we just appreciate your support and your time to listen to what I got to say in the sports world. This week in college football, the game that everybody has been waiting on since November 10th, 2012 is the rematch. The rematch of two SEC Titans defending two time national champion. Alabama, Roll Tide, and number six, according to those rankings, your Texas A&M Aggies. game will be held in College Station, Texas, Kyle Field. I have a little affiliation there. And it will be a rematch of last year's game where Texas A&M went into Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and defeated the undefeated, Alabama Crimson Tide, twenty nine to twenty four. At that moment, the nation got to learn about the most polarizing figure in college football, and that's Johnny, Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel. Call him what you want, love him, hate him, sick of him, think he's a great kid. Whatever you may think of him, he's the most polarizing player in college football today. So we'll see if the Aggies, as some stringent SEC long-time fans want to say uh, if it was just a fluke last year or if the Aggies do belong and with their 12th man of a home field advantage, will they be able to take down Alabama? If not, I don't see anybody beating Alabama again this year. So should be a good game. As I stated, touched on a little bit, There are their rankings of the top 25 college football teams in the country, and then I have my top 10 college football teams in the country. Their rankings, they have Alabama number one, Oregon number two, Clemson three, Ohio State four, Stanford five, Texas A&M six, Louisville at number seven, LSU number eight, Georgia, nine, Florida State, ten. That's one, two, three, four SEC teams in the top ten. Not that I argue with that, but definitely there is somewhat of a bias, it seems like. You've got two teams from the Pac-10, well represented at number three, number two, Oregon, and at number five, Stanford. So you can't say it's an East Coast, West Coast thing, But uh, definitely their rankings are a wee bit different than mine. I go, let's start at the bottom, at number 10. I go Ohio State. I give Buckeye Nation, the number 10 ranking, just because I don't respect their schedule. They don't play anybody, and they should go undefeated. They'll probably get into a BCS game, if not the BCS championship, where they will get embarrassed. Louisville at number nine, led by quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, We'll see if he can hold on and win the Heisman. Again, I still think they're going to find a way to give it to A.J. McCarron at Alabama, but Teddy Bridgewater's first two games of the season, he looks spectacular. Number eight, Florida State. Seminole, the tribe, led by famous Jameis Winston. Number eight, representing the ACC. Number seven, LSU, Bengal Tigers. Number six, Stanford, the Cardinals. At number five, Waco, Texas' own, the Baylor Bears, Sickum, led by Heisman candidate, self-proclaimed and self-promoted, self Lake Seastrunk A lot of Temple Walk had love on that team. Lake's leading them all, and also Mr. Uh, Tevin Reese. Number four, Taj Boyd, Sammy Hawkins, Clemson, Number four, another ACC team. At number three, I've got the quack quacks, Oregon Ducks at number three. Number two, I am going with my Texas A&M Aggies. We'll see what happens after this week. And, of course, I've got to give them their respect. I've got to give them their love. They, it cannot be denied that Alabama is the number one team in college football until somebody comes in and knocks them off. So that's my top ten. A few little differences, my own little flavor off into the mix, uh, and we'll see how they end up compared to the rest of the world. This week in college football, the noted games that we're looking at, and I always want to give a shout-out to people that are connected to my old program back in Hawaii. So I do want to uh, give a Uh, Some former assistant coaches, some former teammates, a little bit of love on the show today. Uh, We've got number five playing against the military academy, Army, led by former UH assistant coach Rich Ellerson. Uh, That game will be played this weekend. Number 16, UCLA at number 23, Nebraska. Uh, That's significant because old Zach, who falls into the show, is a huge Cornhusker fan. He loves the Husker Nation, so we'll give some love to that game. Number 16, UCLA, at number 23, Nebraska. Could be an upset. Not a major upset, but could be an upset. Uh, number two, Oregon, travels over to Knoxville, Tennessee, to play the Volunteers. The reason why that game is significant, you have one of the top Pac-10 schools going to play a above-average SEC school. If Tennessee happens to beat Oregon, the Pac-10 will get no respect because – they can't beat a mediocre, well above mediocre SEC team, so they won't get any love. Buzz Preston, Coach Johnson at Georgia Tech. They go down to uh, Durham and play Duke. I mean Duke, go get them, go Jackets. Delaware plays Navy. Navy. Coach Kenny Umatilolo, wish you the best this weekend. Number four, Ohio State at Cal, again. This may be one of the more difficult games for Ohio State this year. Just ain't giving them no respect. Number 25, new to the big-time top 25 list, goes to Austin and plays Texas, who just got booted out of the top 25 list for an embarrassing defeat to my most hated team, the BYU Boogers, who ran up like $6 million and 74 yards of offense against Texas' defense, cost the coordinator his job. But the the other reason why this game is significant is because I know most of you college football fans have heard the name Jadeveon Clowney. A physical specimen, plays uh, D-line, will probably either be a defensive in or outside linebacker in the pros. I know you've heard of him, but the player whose name I want you to listen to and learn and look out for is the name Robert Kimdichie. It has an interesting spelling. is N-K-E-M-D-I-C-H-E, Robert Kimdichie. Offensive lineman out of Grayson High School here in Georgia. You will see this man play ball. You will hear the name in the next two or three years a lot, and he will go in the draft early. Another physical specimen, in the same category as a Jadavian Clowney, played running back and D-line when he was in high school. Ran like a four-six. It was just a specimen. So once some college coaches get a hold of him and, and get him trained up and, and some good nutrition, there's no telling what kind of athlete he's going to be. At number 24, we've got TCU at Texas Tech, Battle of North Texas. Take I-20 West, hit. State Highway 114 going north. You'll be in Lubbock, Texas. Should be a great game. And the best news of the weekend for my folks in the island is that the University of Hawaii uh, Rainbow Warriors cannot lose. They will not lose this weekend. Yeah, they don't play. But still, they didn't lose. Hopefully they can get some things worked out during this bye week, uh, their line situation, quarterback situation, and their coaching situation. So hopefully they can get some things worked out. And the last team that I want to give a shout out to are the Panthers out of Eastern Illinois, led by Coach Dino Babers. They are now 2 0. And they play against David Letterman's alma mater, Illinois uh, Ball State. No, excuse me. They play Illinois State, who lost to Ball State uh, this weekend. So, Coach Dino, best of luck. Wish you well this weekend. Again, you listen to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. I am your host, Modanoff Mosley, lounging in the in the man cave here in Redan, Georgia. And right before the end of the show, I want to give a couple of uh, quick notes on some sports that some folks don't pay too much attention to, but I do. Uh, one, tennis. Yes, tennis. Uh, congratulations to Rafa Nadal, one of the U.S. Open, the major. And, of course, shout-out to Serena. Williams for beating Victoria Azarenka 7-5, 6-7, 6-1 but turned from a good match, a very competitive match ended up pure domination in the last set 6-1. to one. When the woman is healthy when she's playing her game there's not a woman on this earth that can beat her. Serena, congratulations. And in closing I would like to discuss the U.S. versus Mexico soccer FIFA qualifying match that was played earlier this evening. Nah. Again, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for calling in. You reached the Older Mouth Moseley Radio Show. Call in, listen in, type in, log, chat, whatever it takes. Listen to our show. Listen to what we're trying to do. Thank you for your support. Have a great rest of the day. Good luck this weekend on your NFL picks. And college football, I'm going to be vegging out all weekend in a football coma. So have a great time. All my friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in. Have a great weekend. Aloha.